Weed you can fully get in stores now. I'm convinced that every deli has it. I just went to, to the deli here by the studio. I saw that they had these bags. If you guys are watching on YouTube, I'm showing you right here. Uh, these cookies bags that are like notorious in any state that has legal weed, like a Colorado, Oregon, or California. You could check it out right here. It's like, uh, I think one of the leading brands, actually. It's called Cookies. And I saw on this deli by the studio that they just had a number of bags on the wall initially when they opened, like a few weeks ago. And then it quickly came down. Like I went back to the deli three days after I had initially gone when it just opened. And the guy took down all the bags. So when I went in, they didn't have any bags today. And I asked him, I was like, bro, do you have any, C any THC back there? He's like, what do you mean? Who sent you? What, do, like, what are you talking about? I was like, bro, like, do, you, do you have any weed? He's like, yeah, he whips out this, he whips out a huge plastic bag, like a see-through plastic bag, and has all these bags of weed in it. And he pulls out this gelati for me that I have here. And I buy it. Three and a half grams. Guys, it was $30. You know, William Williams came on this show, episode 75, talking about slinging weed. And I don't know, man. This is good stuff. This is high-quality stuff and pretty cheap, like less than $10 a gram. Guys, Ted Jones here on the Ted Jones World Podcast. Just me today and just me, you know, for uh, for the foreseeable future, guys. So we'll have a guest on the podcast once a week, and then it'll just be uh, you and I, you know what I'm saying? Or whoever you're listening to the podcast with, wherever you guys are. If you guys are freaking headed to the gym right now, about to get a pump on, um, good luck. Remember to squeeze that muscle, contract out slowly, because they say that that's when uh, most of the muscle is really, <laughs> is really built on the contraction out. So if somebody asks you how you are, I don't think saying good, good is ever an answer. Because rarely, if you're saying good twice, it's a filler between good, how are you? So if you're saying good, good, you replace the how are you with good. It should be good, how are you? And if you say good, good, how are you? That, I feel like that implies that you're not good because you just said good twice, but you were willing to say how are you after that. So just keep it clean. Good, how are you? We had the Ted Jones Comedy Show last night at Asylum NYC, and that was a blast. Thank you so much for everybody that came out. I had no idea that that many people would be there. We had the show at 75% capacity in uh, Chelsea, Manhattan, NYC, over there on 307 West 26th Street, Asylum NYC. Um, it was a phenomenal show. We ended up having nine comics, everybody doing seven minutes each, or around seven minutes, actually. And it was the perfect length, like right around an hour and 15 minutes. And that's what uh, I think that's the sweet spot for comedy shows just in general. And for everybody listening to this right now on a Monday, next Monday, June 21st, 7 p.m., we have another comedy show, Ted Jones Comedy Show. So that's Monday, June 21st at 7 p.m. at The Stand NYC, guys. Um, a great comedy club. The Stand is located at 116 East 16th Street. Crazy. Uh, we have Hannah Burner, Karen Feehan, Reg Thomas, Julio Gallarotti, Zach McGovern, and Matt Pavich. Uh, going to be a terrific show. Uh, probably be around, yeah, like an hour and 15 minutes. So make sure you guys get there uh, before 7 p.m. You want to order your dinner and drinks definitely before the show gets started. But this is a great group of comics, hand-selected, and uh, should be a fun show. So tickets will be in the bio 
of my Instagram, which is Ted Jones World on Instagram. And if you guys just check me out also on YouTube, which is Ted Jones World YouTube channel, whatever. We got TikTok over there, Ted Jones World 1. But uh, subscribe to your boy. Follow your boy. Um, you know, Send me an email, too. Let me know what you guys are thinking about the pod. What do you guys want to hear about? Ted Jones World at gmail.com. So you were noticing today that it is just me and about the past... Yeah, about like the past 65 or 70 episodes, we've had Peter Moran next to me here on the couch, the Ted Jones World couch, and he was a great addition to the podcast. So Peter right now is just taking a hiatus, but that's likely uh, the last we'll probably see of him as like a, you know, as a cohabitator of the couch here, but I wish him all the best and he was really great. I had a blast getting to know him as I've said in the past. He was on the show last night and he did very well. Actually everyone really killed it last night at the show. Um I guys, you gotta come out to one of these comedy shows. I'm telling you the best comics. Everyone was feeling it. Uh the drinks was flowing and we had a we had a great time. So I definitely can't complain. I was a li- initially nervous just because I wasn't sure if people were ready to come back to indoor comedy. But it is back, guys. Okay? It is back. So make sure that you uh, come to the next show. Okay? Quickly, the tickets are in my bio. And if you bring a date, girls, if you go on a date with him and he doesn't like you or doesn't seem interested here at the show... It doesn't mean he's gay, but girl, guys, the other way, the other, it works the other way. You know what I mean? If the girl's not interested in you, it doesn't mean she's a bitch. It just means you guys are not connected uh, for for eternity, which uh, is it a hard thing to accept at first. If you really want a person and you think they're going to be like intri- an integral part of your life, but. I think eventually you just got to get over it and you'll find that right person. And don't spend all day scrolling on dating apps. Oh my God, dudes and dudettes. That really was an issue for me for like a while. I'd just be, I'd match with like one or two girls on these dating apps a week and then just start to picture my life with them. Not actually, not that dramatically, but just to the point where I would be like, oh, okay, I'll go on this date. Maybe I'll try this text and this and whatever. It's just like, it seems so unorganic is that a word inorganic which is not organic that's what i mean meeting on dating apps i know it's definitely been hard the past year and a half to meet people but guy, i mean tell me if i'm wrong guys ted jones world at gmail.com if you are still dating your boyfriend or girlfriend from hinge from raya bumble uh bagel meets locks is that the app no it's like locks club and then coffee meets bagel excuse me i don't know one of these apps um just let me know but i i just feel like Online relationships are the, the wave right now, but do they really work? Yeah, I mean, I mean, is that it? Are we not just going to meet people in person anymore? I have not really met. I mean, I've definitely met people in general within the last like three months or so. But before that, I really wasn't meeting people unless I was trying to meet them online. So am I contradicting myself? I might be. I wonder what's going to happen in terms of nightlife, you know, thinking about that show that we did last night at 75% capacity and you know soon I'm sure we'll have shows at 100% but I walked by One Oak the other day this club which is on 18th Street it used to be like the hottest spot in New York City it closed uh I know that they have one in LA but just the fact that one of the big spots in New York like a club like that closed it, it worries me a little bit there hasn't been much chatter about it I think people 
have been going to bars and they're starting to get used to contact with other people. But if you can't club in New York City, it, I don't. It's different. Like New York is a huge club spot. It's known as that throughout the world. People go to clubs in New York. You know what I mean? It's not a. It's not really a bar city. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like when you think New York City and nightlife, you think starting the night at 11 p.m., having a later dinner, and then staying out to till 3:30 or 4. Uh, L.A. has that or had that curfew till 2 a.m. I don't know if they still had it. I mean, pre-pandemic, they had a curfew at 2 a.m. But New York, just it's a city that never sleeps, and that part, huge part of it is nightlife. what's going to happen with that? I mean, when we go back to 100%, who's going to be left surviving? A, a big place like One Oak didn't survive. I know that the owners of One Oak and Up and Down, which is in on 14th Street between 7th and 8th, are one and the same. Up and Down is still open as far as I know, but they haven't opened doors. It's not at 100%. I mean, they can't do anything at 75%. And the thing about clubs is they're so freaking packed. But a place like Marquee, where you have a single tenant in a building, I don't know if those guys own the building. I don't believe they do. But when you have a Marquee and a, a Marquee's on, um, guys, I think it's 25th Street over there. No, 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 that's wrong. I'll, ch I'll check the address here for you. But a place like that is... In, I mean, the landlord is indebted to the tenant and the tenant is kind of indebted to the landlord over there with 289 10th Avenue Marquee, the massive club. They have huge ragers and whatever. I'm sure you guys have heard of it. They've had, they had DJs and all this stuff before uh, between 26 and 27th Street on 10th Avenue. So a place like that, I think, can survive where the landlord relies on the tenant and the tenant relies on the landlord. And what I mean by that is if... The building owner who has Marquis as his tenant loses Marquis as a tenant. Like, who's going to go in there and pay $150,000 in rent or however much rent Marquis pays to the landlord? And chances are Marquis is in a 30-year lease with the landlord in general. So it's not like they can just hop out of the lease and be like, all right, fuck it. We'll give the landlord the keys. Marquis has a great shot of coming back to life like pre-pandemic that place is always always packed it's like sardines in there but i think marquee will have a have a comeback for sure when they open these rooftop hotels will do well there's you know there's spaces that they have on the on the roof their atriums their roof decks and especially in terms of summer but these indoor clubs that were surviving on thousands of dollars of bottle service, I just don't think people are going to want to do that anymore. Even the, even the richer people, the people that were spending $2,500 on a table for three hours of fun, I don't think that they're really going to be doing that anymore. People realize that you, you can get a bit better bang for your buck. You don't need to spend that initially to be in a dark-ass right. club. New York has figured it out. I mean, other states really have not figured it out in terms of who's going to be wearing masks fully. I think it's just because the New Yorkers are more susceptible to the vaccine in their decision-making. That makes sense if I said that correctly. A lot of New Yorkers are getting the vaccine. Like, it looks weird if you're wearing a mask now on the streets, especially during summer. It's hot as bulls out here, guys. Like When I see people running 
outside with masks on. Like, isn't that a little tough? I mean, in the gym, maybe it's different because it's a little easier, but now it's, you're so sweaty and musty outside. But thanks God to be living here in New York where a lot of people got the vaccine and now COVID really isn't that big of an issue. You know, I don't want to really make a political statement here, but I think you should get your vaccine. If you want to go back to normal, if you want to do what you were doing before the world shut down, if you want to do what you were doing pre-March 2020 in the United States, is that the only answer? I mean, is this an agenda? No, I don't think it's an agenda. I think we've, I think we found a, a cure. That's what a vaccine is, no? A cure for this Chirona virus. Chirona. You know what I'm saying? Corona. But I think that's what we all got to do. And when 75% of us gets vaxxed, what did Biden say? Oh, Bi- <laughs> so Biden promises free beer and childcare if 70% of Americans get the vaccine before July 4th. Free beer? I mean, at least one shot, he's saying. What does that mean? I'll take a White Claw. I'll take some free White Claw. I don't really drink beer that much. My buddy came over the other night and he had those new 70 calorie White Claws. I don't know if you guys have seen that yet. And he just doesn't recommend it. But how much better can the seven, the 100 calorie be than the 70 calorie, calorie White Claw be or vice versa? Is it vice versa or vice versa? I'm just going to say vice versa. But either way, like 100 calories is not that much. And it seems like you're really going to sacrifice the taste if you take off 30% of the calories there. He doesn't recommend it. I didn't even try it. I don't see how you could recommend something that has 30% less calories when the basis of calories is already super low. It's not like anyone was complaining about the amount of calories that White Claw had in it. Like 100 calories is very reasonable. Also, this new seltzer that's coming out, this new sparkling seltzer, Happy Dad that's coming out by the uh, Nelk Boys. Sorry, I'm just having, my parents are blowing me up this episode. It's because I called them before, both of them separately, and now they're just deciding to call me back. But these, these, uh, these kids, the Nelk Boys, uh, probably guys in like their mid-20s, they're coming out with this sparkling seltzer. I think it's coming out on June 14th all over. It's going to go head-to-head with White Claw. And the owner of White Claw being Canadian and these kids being Canadian, I can see some some beef there. I think that there was initially an, a problem with the Nelk Boys and their Instagram for a moment. Their Happy Dad Instagram, it kept getting deleted. Seems a little sketchy, but then again, White Claw is a massive company. And if the guy behind the curtains is in Canada trying to make sure that his company is the number one selling sparkling seltzer company. Not saying there's a conspiracy here, but it doesn't seem that out of place that this guy would want to have his sparkling seltzer be number one. I'm, I'm not sure if the, if happy dad is even in Canada yet. I think they're, they're trying to get it in Canada. Uh, these Nelk boys. These are these are just like pranksters. These kids, what I'm referring to, the Nelk boys. They have a YouTube channel. They they do super funny pranks. But I think just in general, I I just like the wave. It's funny. I'm like one of the or like definitely on the older side in terms of their fan base. I think their fan base is probably like probably like for like a 16 to 24. 
So me being 29 and a half over here, I think I'm on the older side, but I think it's just a high school fun vibe with college kids, something like that. That's kind of like their, their demographic. And they just came out with this sparkling seltzer and it looks good. I'm, I'm definitely going to try it. It's in like a regular beer can. It's called happy dad. Anyway, free ad for you, for you guys there. Um, but I can't believe again that I was sold. I was sold this weed at the deli. So you guys should definitely try it at your local deli. If there, if there's any indication that there could potentially be weed in there, like meaning if they're selling bongs or selling pipes, I wouldn't be surprised if the the guy had had weed behind the counter. Why wouldn't he have weed behind the counter? It's legal, but I'm just curious to see when it's going to be fully out there. You know what I mean? Like it's not out there yet. It's legal, but I don't think it's been spread and organized and the governor giving out licenses because you're going to need a license to sell it. And I'm sure it's going to be super expensive. And there is no way that I'm going to be able to buy this pot. This is three and a half grams here. Guys, this bag that I'm showing you for $31. The tax in California when you buy a medical marijuana or marijuana rather is 30%. So this, this, when it becomes legal, I think is going to jump up. I mean, at least $10, maybe even more. We'll see. But I like, I like where it's at right now. Cause the tax for weed is probably going to be at least 20%. Don't you guys think probably higher than that? Like 25%. But they should put a tax on alcohol too. Why they put a minimal tax on it, on alcohol. But now, I guess since people have said weed is so bad for so long, putting a huge tax on it is making it somewhat of a, a political statement. Like, oh, it's, it's still really bad, but since we're making a lot of money on it, it's okay. Put that shit on cigarettes. Put it on alcohol. I'm sorry for those listening who smoke cigarettes and drink alcohol, but guys, that shit is worse than weed. What's the worst thing that happens when you smoke weed? You get paranoid? What's the worst thing that happens when you drink alcohol? Come on. We don't have to go down that road. You know what I'm saying? It's the worst thing that happens when you smoke cigarettes. You freaking die. You can die way easier from alcohol and cigarettes than you can from weed. There's no harm, I don't see, in smoking weed when you're sitting on your couch right here. Is there harm in drinking a bunch of alcohol when you're sitting on your couch here watching TV? Probably not. But maybe alcohol gets you mad or something. You text your ex-girlfriend. When I'm smoking weed, chilling on my couch, I don't get mad at my ex-girlfriend, but that's just me. I had a phase where I was smoking cigarettes a good amount, probably, I mean, a good amount, what? Probably like three to four cigarettes a day I was doing when I was like promoting clubs back when I was 18, 19, 20 years old, which was gross. It was gross. Like now I can't even smell cigarettes. If somebody's smoking cigarettes on the street, I got to hold my breath, turn around. Not a lot of, not a lot of cigarette smokers though. It's basically just the initial cigarette smokers that started a very long time ago that are still smoking. Construction workers, people who work at restaurants on their break. That's, I mean, those are the people that I see smoking cigarettes the most when I'm walking on the street construction workers on their break and restaurant workers on their break. People smoking cigarettes walking down the street is 
has dropped from what I've seen. I'd be interested to know the actual factual, the actual factual numbers there. But that's what it looks like. Even on the rooftops, whatever, if you're going out having a drink, a lot less cigarettes it looks like. The accessibility to smoking cigarettes in New York has gone down. You know, you can't smoke cigarettes in restaurants. So I think that helped. But in a place like Miami, more cigarette smoke, but less than I remembered in the past few years. The club scene, there was a lot of smoking cigarettes inside. Even when it wasn't really allowed, there was a lot of that. And when you go to these clubs in a Miami, something like that, there's a lot of Euro people smoking cigarettes. A lot of Europeans, I think, still smoke cigarettes, but I'm not seeing it as much over here in the United States. What do you guys think? Email me, tedjonesworld at gmail.com. Guys, subscribe, like this podcast. Give me a five star, five star. All right. Um, but guys, subscribe, like the podcast, uh, check me out on YouTube, Ted Jones World YouTube channel. But most importantly, email me. Let me know what you guys are thinking. Ted Jones World at gmail.com. So from now on, it'll just be your boy here, Ted Jones, uh, in the studio once a week, and we'll get a guest. We'll get a guest come in once a week. That'll be fun too. It's always nice to have somebody chatting here with me, but I love talking to you guys as well, obviously. I wonder where you guys head the most when you're listening to this podcast. Let me know. Like headed to work, you're at the gym, pumping one out. Guys, July 1st, Thursday, July 1st, we are hosting the second annual Ted Jones World Vegan Hot Dog Eating Contest. We have a few contestants already in the mix it's 10 minutes all you can eat vegan hot dogs and it will be taking place on july 1st we're going to be posting it a few days after that but anybody who wants to join the contest we have a few spots ted jones world at gmail.com or ted jones world on instagram this is going to be an amazing contest excuse me contest we have a few t-shirts left all everybody who competes in the contest is going to get a t-shirt reminding you guys again here one week from today monday june 21st at 7 p.m we have the ted jones comedy show at 116 east 16th street in union square manhattan at the stand a great comedy club show starts at seven so guys get there a little bit early order that dinner get those drinks going Check out the link in my bio right now, my Instagram bio. Uh, Tickets are $20, which is a great price for these amazing comics that we have. Again, Zach McGovern, Reg Thomas, Julio Gallarotti, Karen Feehan, Hannah Berner, and of course, Matt Pavich. Guys, it's going to be a great time. I'm super excited for this show. It's going to be at the stand again NYC, get your tickets quick, guys, because th- this is going to sell out fast. A select amount of tickets. There are really not that many. I ain't, I ain't even fronting, too, because we're not at 100% yet. So you can imagine that um, it's going to be tight. But seriously, that show is going to be fantastic. I can't wait. And guys, I'm excited for this journey. 
this new journey that we're on. Thank you so much for joining me. And thank you so much if you've listened to the past 142 episodes or you've just listened to an episode or two before. I appreciate you. And we're going to keep giving you the content. All right. So we're going to be posting Ted Jones World podcast episodes Monday and Thursday. Per usual, we'll be dropping that at 12 a.m. on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Guys, subscribe, like, comment, subscribe so you get notifications when we have new episodes out. We'll have amazing guests, continue to have amazing guests, of course. And the Ted Jones vlog, which is also on the Ted Jones World YouTube channel, will be posting Tuesday and Friday and the main goal here is just content for you because I hope you want to see it. I want to give it to you. Oh, boy, do I want to give it to you. And this is the first of many more episodes, again, when I'm alone here on the couch. This is the first time I've been alone since probably since episode five or six where I was just sitting on the brown chair. You guys can check out that episode. But the first episode we put out, I had a broken jaw. No joke. Broken jaw in three places, and I was six weeks out of surgery, and I was just, whatever, let's start a podcast. I texted my buddy Pat, and Pat and I did about 60 episodes or so together, and then Peter and I here did about 65 or so together. So now it's it's just me here, just Ted Jones here, uh, the Ted Jones World Podcast. Guys, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.